Good morning, boys and girls. It's Monday. Thank you for joining me today. And welcome to the Church of Shitcoinery. Hallelujah, as they say. Oh, my brothers in Christ. Please join me as the Holy Spirit takes over my body. And allows us to get that 100x that we so desire. <laughs> Allow the blessing to come down from our Lord and Savior, Lord Vitalik. Lord Vitalik Buterin, our God-given leader, bless us today with a shit coin pumping us all the way to the white pearly gates. Hallelujah, my Lord. Let's go. Thank you for joining me. I had a nice little rant going uh, earlier, but unfortunately, the computer crapped out on me, and that rant has gone to the dumpster. So, we're gonna have to do this round two. We went this morning to the doctor. The doctor to get my daughter her nine-month checkup. Her nine-month checkup. Now, let me tell you something about my daughter. When my daughter was born on October 21st, the first goddamn thing that I said when she came out of her mother's womb, I said, the first thing I said was, damn, isn't that a sweet looking child? I swear to you, I said, ain't that a sweet child? That is one sweet child. And the second thing I said, the second goddamn thing I said is, man, that child, she looks so goddamn healthy. She looks like one healthy baby. Now, when I look at a person, and when you look at a person, you can tell immediately if that person is healthy or not. Okay? 95% of the time, it is super obvious if someone is healthy. Super obvious. If someone is walking like this with a slouch, they're overweight, their skin is boiled over, saggy, that fucking person is not healthy. And that's obvious. That's obvious. Should be obvious. Should be intuitive. And if you see a person who looks like they're in good shape, isn't too fat, holds themselves with a good erect spine, good looking skin, smile on their face, good head of hair. You know what I say about that person? That is one healthy fucking person. I don't need a fucking doctor to tell me that. Now, that, when that baby came out on October 21st, I said, damn, that is one healthy looking baby. But then they take you to the post, the post delivery room and they have a doctor come check you out. Check, not me, the fucking baby, obviously. And the doctor all of a sudden gets fucking out of her goddamn mind about a birthmark 
on her upper lip. My daughter was born with a birthmark over here and on her back. And the doctor, by the way, no expertise, this doctor, no expertise in any sort of dermatology. But this doctor started getting a little bit stressed. The doctor was like, ah, this baby, she might have some condition. This birthmark might show some predisposition to some other syndrome. God damn, you gotta go check that out. And not only, you not only gotta go to the skin doctor, you gotta go to the dermatologist, not, not fucking, the, the fucking optometrist, the fucking neurologist, all of the fucking doctors to make sure that this birthmark is not showing any other types of uh, maladies, okay? So he said, okay, even though I fucking know that she's fine, I fucking know she's fine. You can look at a fucking person and know if they're fine. But okay, we go to the doctor, and this is my first problem with the doctor. The doctor works out of fucking fear. Fear-based mindset. Fear. Fear that something is wrong. Fear, fear, fear. Instead of focusing a little bit more positive, a little bit more positivity. And you see a healthy baby, you know it's a fucking healthy baby. Don't tell me that there might be something wrong. I don't want to goddamn hear it. I don't want to hear it. If there is obviously something wrong, trouble breathing, problem with the heart, whatever it is, then fine, let's take care of it if there's a problem. But if there's no fucking problem, then don't make it a fucking big deal. Don't put fear into the brain of a parent or a patient. Now let me tell you something about fear. Because when I was 19, and this is not a fucking joke, when I was 19 years old, I was diagnosed with cancer, lymphoma. I had to do chemotherapy for eight months. Now that was not pleasant, let me tell you. But after those eight months, I went to the fucking doctor again, and he says to me, your MRI is clean. Your MRI shows no signs of fucking cancer. But you still gotta go back and do more chemotherapy. And I say, what the fuck are you even saying? Why? Why do I need to do more chemo? If you tell me from the test that I'm fine. <coughs> Excuse me. And the doctor, he says to me like this. He says to me, go wash your hands. Go wash your hands. Go, go wash your hands. I say, okay, I go and I wash my hands. He said, how much bacteria did you have on your hands before you washed them? I said, I don't know. A billion. He said, yeah, you have this amount. Now that you wash them, you have 99.9% .9 less bacteria. And because of this, you need to do more chemotherapy because there might be some hidden fucking cancer in your body that the MRI machine cannot pick up. 
And I said to that doctor, fuck that! I'm not doing more chemotherapy. You know why? Because if there's something wrong with me, then I will do the treatment that we need to do. But if there's nothing wrong with me, then why am I doing this fucking treatment? And in my opinion, 80% of the fucking time, if someone has cancer, they are not dying from the fucking cancer. You know what they're dying from? They're dying from the chemo. The chemo fucks you up. It fucks up your body. It's like a fucking nuke. You take an atomic bomb, you unleash it on your fucking... It kills everything. It doesn't only kill the cancer. It kills every good fucking germ in your fucking body as well. But you don't nuke someone after the fucking thing is over. Imagine America nukes Japan. Japan surrenders. And America's like, let's nuke them again, baby! I don't think they got the fucking message even though they're already dead. They're already gone. Nuke them again. Nuke them a fucking again. No, no, no more nukes. No more fucking nukes. If there's nothing wrong, then there's nothing fucking wrong. But the doctor will always look for something. Always. And they will take that something and implant it into your goddamn brain. Fear. Fear. There might be something in the future that happens. That because you checked it now, you might know. Well, we did the fucking checks and there's nothing. So when we took our daughter to this, we took her. Skin doctor. Eye doctor. Brain doctor. We take her. And we sit, we go to the fucking skin doctor, Dr. Levy in Texas. So we sit in the waiting room for an hour and a fucking half, just like every fucking doctor. I don't understand. They make an appointment for you, and then they wait an hour and a half for the appointment in the... I don't get this shit. Okay, so we wait an hour and a half, and Dr. Levy comes in, the skin dog, and he talks to us another fucking half an hour about how he ate bacon on Yom Kippur. I shit you not. I shit you not for half an hour while we're in the office with him when he's supposed to be checking the fucking baby for Sturge Weber syndrome. He says, oh, I met this guy in New York and I told him that I ate pork on Yom Kippur. I don't give a fuck about that, Dr. Levy. Just look at the fucking baby. And he says, after the fucking half an hour story about how he's in, I don't know, pastrami land, he said, ah, oh, the baby's fine. She's got something called macapillary malformation. You know what that means? It means it's a fucking birthmark, and that's fucking it. That's fucking it. There's nothing to check. She's fine. She's fine. So next, next, we go to the fucking, the fucking neurologist. Why? No fuck, just because. Because we got a test. We got a fucking test. And this, this is all in Texas. Again, neurologist. She looks at the baby. Is the baby, 
Yeah, whatever. It's developing fine, yeah. Is the baby showing any signs of not being a normal baby? No. She's fine. Okay. Her brain is fine. Everything is fine. Maybe we should do an MRI to check her brain. Why? Why do we need to do an MRI? No. No MRI. There's no problem. If there's a problem, then we fucking deal with it. But there's no fucking problem. There's no fucking problem. We need to do an ultrasound for her back. Why? Because she has a birthmark on her back. That could be... That could be something. Okay, let's do the fucking... Let's do the ultrasound. We do... Uh, completely fine! Of course! Because she's a normal, healthy fucking baby! So that one, she was three months old. Now we move to Miami. Now we move to Miami, they say, oh! You gotta go back to the fucking skin doctor! You need to go back to the fucking skin doctor and the neurologist and the ophthalmologist. Why? Because we need a baseline. We need a fucking baseline. Everything you did in Texas? That's garbage. That doesn't count. We need a new doctor to give you some new bullshit opinion. Another bullshit opinion. Why? Because. Because this... Okay. Okay. So we, so, okay. So, so we go again. Again to the fucking skin doctor. And this time, it's doctor whatever the fuck. She comes into the room. She looks at the baby. The baby has a little bit of a birthmark here. And she says, listen. This baby, you need to do laser on this fucking baby. You know why? Because if you don't do laser on this fucking baby, she's going to have emotional issues. She's going to be bullied in goddamn school. Bully and goddamn what? Are you kidding me? Bullied? Are you a fucking psychologist? Are you a fucking skin doctor? Don't talk to me about her emotional issues. If you're supposed to be looking at her goddamn skin. And by the way, this doctor, her face was so filled with goddamn plastic and boot. I don't know what the fuck she was putting in there. This is a fucking pediatric skin doctor telling me that my baby needs to get laser surgery with her, which hurts, by the way. It hurts. It's not just like, it's, it fucking pinches your fucking skin. It burns your fucking skin. That's what it is. It burns your skin. You got to do this. And if you don't do it, you're a bad parent because... Down the line, she's going to have emotional issues with her face. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking... Is there a problem or is there not? Because I did not come to see a, a future psychologist. I'm living here right now. She's a fucking baby. She has no problem with her goddamn face. She doesn't even know she has a face. You're talking to me about grade school. Grades, let's fucking get to grade school before we start blazering shit. Before we start injecting our face with Botox and shit. No, no, there's no fucking problem. What's the problem? Okay, I get it. If you want to do some cosmetic stuff because it's a big issue, fine, go for it. But I'm not for that just for willy-nilly. 
willy-nilly, I'm not shooting lasers up my goddamn baby's eyes. You kidding me? And the laser, it's not a one-time thing. You gotta do it every fucking week for years. For years, literally, for years. And if you don't do it, it starts coming back. So what the fuck is the point of this? Why? Why? These doctors, man, these doctors. So that was, the, again, round two, round two of the fucking pediatric uh, skin doctor. Bullshit, literal bullshit. I can't, I mean, I just can't. I can't with that. that I can't. You don't treat people. That's not how you treat people. That's not how you treat people. You treat people with compassion. You treat people with love and respect. Not fear. Not fear. And unfortunately, many people, many fucking people, especially older people, take the doctor's word as if they are fucking God. And God came down and said, Hallelujah! You must laser that baby's face! No! No! It's not fucking God, it's just some person who went to medical school! They just have fucking opinions just like you and me! And you take those opinions and you use them for your benefit, not their benefit! Not their goddamn laser bullshit. Oh, and by the way, they get paid as many times as you fucking laser. They get paid every fucking time you come in from the goddamn insurance. So of course they're going to tell you to fucking laser. Of course. Of course. Of course you need a check. What do you, of course you need to remove that shit. Why? Because the doctor is so fucking insecure with her own goddamn face. She's telling babies to change their goddamn face! Is that okay? Is that fucking okay? No! 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 So again, we go for a checkup. Did you schedule a time with the ophthalmologist and the neurologist and the dermatologist? Enough! We've been a hundred fucking times and there's no fucking problem! Why? Why do I? Why? Why do I keep doing this? Why? Mr. Fauci, Mr. Fauci tells everyone, oh, you gotta wear a goddamn mask to prevent the fucking COVID vaccine from spreading. The COVID, the co-wear mask. Jab yourself with the goddamn needle. Never once do they say, Go outside and touch fucking grass. Go outside. Exercise. Maybe eat a fucking salad instead of McDonald's every fucking day of your life. Why don't they say that? Why? Why don't they say that? You got to use your own goddamn brain, especially when it comes to your health. Your health is on you. It's on fucking you. It's not on anyone else. Nobody knows how you feel. You, yourself, need to be intuitive enough to check your body and say, Hey, there's something wrong with me. I got to change how I eat. I got to go get this checked out. I got to go get that checked out. And I'm not saying don't do your checkups. 
do your fucking checkups. But don't believe everything the doctor goddamn tells you. Don't do it. I, I, they, they, they don't have your best interest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry they don't have your best interests in mind. They have their own goddamn interests. And it's not because they're bad people. They're good people. They want to help. That's why they became a doctor. But the way it's set up for them is so weird, so strange. You sit in a fucking sterile, small room waiting for someone with gloves and a face mask to come check you. No wonder you're feeling like shit. Nobody feels good in a situation like that. Give me something nice, something warm, something inviting. Not something sterile. Sterile. How are you, how you going to get better in an environment like that? Take that responsibility on yourself. Take that responsibility on yourself. And make sure that health is a goddamn priority. Exercise. And no fucking doctor. Where's the fucking doctor to tell you this? Go exercise. Go eat good food. Not every meal. You can have McDonald's once in a while. Just not every fucking day. Not every day. Once in a while, have a nice Big Mac. But not every fucking meal of every fucking day. Don't supersize it every fucking time. Take a break. Eat something else. Expand your horizons. Soak up some goddamn sun. Smile. Laugh. These things will make you healthy. Not a fucking another needle in your goddamn ass. That's not what you need. So backwards, so backwards. God damn it, so backwards. When I was sick, I was 19 years old. I was nauseous. I couldn't eat. This is after chemo. Chemo makes you feel like shit. So I said, I need some help. I need something that's going to make me feel a little better while we're doing this nuclear catastrophe in my body. Let's get some medical marijuana up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Let me smoke. That's going to make me feel better. That's going to take away the nausea. So I go to the doctor who prescribes the marijuana. This is in Israel. And of course, we make an appointment. We got to wait an hour and a half because of course, it's the doctor. I don't know what they're doing that they're so fucking behind schedule. They only see you for five minutes. Wow, what is taking so fucking long? I don't know. Anyway, so we wait there. We go in to see the doctor. I say, doctor, I'm not feeling well. I'm nauseous. I can't eat. I'm not strong. I need some strength. I think the medical marijuana is going to make me feel a little better. It's going to make me feel hungry. And the doctor says to me, oh, Gabrielle, you're feeling nauseous. Take some Percocet. Here, here's a prescription for Percocet. Percocet? Are you out of your mind? You're giving a 19-year-old kid fucking opioids with a straight face. And you call yourself a medical professional? How dare you? How dare you? That's so fucked up. If someone didn't know better, then they would just say, ah, okay, I'll take the Percocet. And then they get fucking addicted to that bullshit. Then they start doing heroin. And then they fucking OD on that goddamn bullshit. No joke. 
That is how people get addicted to heroin. And that is a fucking crisis in this country, in the United States of America. People are juicing, juicing on some bad drugs. Bad fucking drugs because people prescribe it like it's goddamn candy. And if I would have told that doctor, ah, oh, yeah, let me get the opioids, yeah. First of all, first, I might be addicted to that shit. But second of all, it doesn't even work. It doesn't do what you want it to do. It doesn't reduce the nausea. It takes away pain. It takes away, you know, aches and stuff. I get it. If you have a surgery and you, they cut your arm open and you need a few days of respite from that bashing pain, take it. That's what it's for. But not for nausea. No. It doesn't help with nausea. It doesn't make you hungry. Opioids don't make you hungry, bitch. Give me the weed. I need to fucking smoke that weed. You know why? You smoke weed and instantly, instantly, instantly the nausea is gone. I kid you fucking not. It felt to me the first time that I smoked after chemo. I felt like I was a completely different being. I'm not even kidding you. One fucking puff of that medical shit, it made me feel a thousand times better. A thousand. And I had to fight for that. They don't give that shit to you. They had to fight for it. And that's not, what the fuck, dude? What the actual fuck? Help me out here. Help me out. I want some care. I want some compassion. Not some goddamn bullshit. This medical establishment, it's fucked. It's completely fucked up. I just don't, how did we get to a point? How did we get to this point? And again, if you are a person who's not feeling well, you cannot, you just cannot rely on a third party, a doctor, even if it's the nicest doctor. You cannot rely on what they say. You just can't. You just can't. You got to take matters into your own fucking hands. Just like everything in life. You, at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. The responsibility is on you. And if the doctor tells you something and you don't want to do it, don't fucking do it! Just because they say? You can't live your life based on what some other person says. You just can't. You're gonna be miserable. It's never gonna work out for you. And I'm not talking just about health. About everything. About investing. You take, you go on uh, CNBC, you watch Jim Cramer. Oh! Buy Facebook because it's the next fucking metaverse shit. How is that doing for you? It's shit. It's bad. You got to use your own goddamn brain. People are not using their brain. They're being programmed to follow the goddamn rules like a fucking sheep. You're not a fucking sheep. You're the shepherd. Take control of your life and lead it in the way that you want to go. And you're not always going to succeed. And there's going to be times 
When people say, oh, I told you so, I told you, don't do this and that, you tell them, shut the fuck up! I know what I'm doing! And even though I make mistakes, and even though shit doesn't always go the way that you want, you got to know that within yourself, that you got to follow your heart, follow your intuition, follow your gut. Because that is what is going to lead you to success. Success financially. Success health-wise. Don't be a fucking drone. Don't be a fucking drone. Because it's not good for anyone. It's not good for society. It's not good. It's not good when people get in line and say, oh... Fox News told me that this and that, so I'm gonna do this and that. Fuck Fox News! Fuck CNN! Fuck them all! They don't know what they're talking about! They don't know! They don't know! There are no experts in this world. There's only people that LARP as goddamn experts. So take my word from it as a goddamn yeller on this goddamn Gabrielle Haynes podcast you are not lesser than anyone on this goddamn planet you are not you are smart you know what needs to be done and even if sometimes that means laying on your couch for three fucking days in a row because sometimes that's what you need to do. And society is not going to say, yeah, go lay, lay on your couch. Unless you're on welfare, and then, yeah, that's exactly what you want to do. But if you're watching this, you're probably not on welfare because you flip shit coins. Shit coin flippers are not on goddamn welfare, let me tell you that. Because they have a dream. A dream to get fucking rich and get fucking loaded. That is what everyone that is flipping ship coins, dreams of, dreams of. And trust me, that does not happen 90% of the time. But there's only one way to goddamn try, and that way is to go through the fucking pain and to lose 98% of your goddamn capital because that, that, through that pain, potentially, you can make something of yourself. I was watching this goddamn YouTube video of a man just got fired from his job. He needed to pay goddamn rent. So you know what he did? He said, listen, my wife, we got to start a french fry business. We are going to make french fries and we're going to put whatever the fuck we like on top of it. Bacon, cheese, chicken, everything. Carne asada, whatever the fuck. We're going to make so many different types of fries. This guy, his name is Mr. Fryman. Look him up on you. Mr. Fryman. Mr. Fryman has been so fucking successful selling french fries. Now he has this franchised out. He's got 40 fucking locations. Everyone paying a fucking royalty to him for fucking french fries. And that only happened... Because this guy was out on his ass and he took responsibility into his own hands and he said, Hey, I'm not looking for a handout. I'm not looking for pity. 
I'm looking to make a change for my life. And he fucking did that. And he fucking fried those chips until they were like, there's no tomorrow. He fucking fried them shits. No problem. I'm a fry. That's the American dream. And is the American dream dead? It might be. It certainly feels like it if you're reading the Wall Street Journal. Everyone's fucking complaining about bullshit. But you know what? There has been no better time ever, ever to be an individual. I say this with 100% confidence because in this life, in this day and age, we have so much access to information, to knowledge. Connectivity is at an all-time high. And if you apply yourself, and if you work at it, you can get yourself out there. I promise. I promise. And that's exactly what I'm here to do. Because I want to get myself out there, goddammit. And you know what I did to get myself out there? Yell on a fucking burn app. That's what I fucking did. Because it is what I need to do in order to make this shit work. You know what I said at the beginning that half of this shit got deleted? You know why that happened? Because I don't have a goddamn studio and I'm yelling in a fucking room in the middle of my building! I want a fucking studio where some producer, where Jamie is sitting there and I say, Jamie, you didn't record that shit? You're fired, bitch! Get the fuck out of here! Instead, I'm just yelling at myself, Gabe, you sit, you didn't record that? You're an idiot! You're an idiot! I'm just yelling at myself, I need someone else to yell at! That is the American dream! To have someone else be your punching bag! Okay? God! I guess Trump lives the American... <laughs> Trump lives the American dream! Based on that criteria, everyone is his fucking punching bag! Especially... Sleepy Joe! This guy can't run a country! This guy, let me do an impression of Sleepy Joe for you. Uh, uh, let me describe to you America in one word. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. He can't. He doesn't even know when a person is there in front of him. He doesn't fucking know. He, she tries to shake someone's hand who's not even there. Not even in multiple times. I don't know if you've seen this. Pull this up, Jamie. Pull it up. Biden shaking someone's hand. A ghost. And you expect this person to be able to run a goddamn country? What does that even mean? What does that even mean to you as a thinking person that a guy who's shaking hands with ghosts is running your tax dollars? How does that make you feel? Makes you feel like shit. Makes you feel like shit. I don't know if it makes you feel like shit, but you shouldn't even think about it because he does not matter. The government does not matter. They're ineffective. You could talk about politics all day, but at the end of the day, we have no control over this shit. There's things that are way bigger than us, so we gotta stay in our goddamn lane. Stay in your lane. Stay moisturized. Stay focused. That's the only way that you can make progress as an individual. And I personally am an individualist. I believe in the power 
of the individual. The individual has the ability to make choices for themselves better than anyone else. Better. People cannot make choices for you. They just cannot. They can try. But ultimately, if you, as an individual, don't want to go along with them, it's not going to work. It's not going to goddamn work. And you know what? I believe that people should have a right to choose what they do with their body, with their taxes, with their whatever, with their families, everything, everything, with their health. Let them choose because you cannot force someone to comply with your goddamn bullshit. You just can't because it can work for a month. It can work for a year. But for uh, over time, these things are just naturally, naturally, the things that the individual wants, they're going to move in that direction. They're just going to do it. And it's not up to some LARP in the fucking government, Nancy Pelosi, to tell you what to fucking do. Nancy Pelosi, by the way, insider trading... She's a fucking scammer. Her, she tells her husband what bill she's going to pass. And he got, does the trade. That is so corrupt. That is so disgusting. She should go to fucking jail. Fucking jail. They go after people for much less. For much less. I heard Joe Rogan. Rogan made an incredible point the other day. Brittany Griner, this basketball player who went to Russia and got arrested. She's still there. It's completely fucked up. She's, she's in Russia because she had some weed. She had a, a cartridge, some weed cartridge. They found that shit. They lock her up. She's been there for months. It's very sad, actually. It is very sad. But Rogan made the most salient point of all time. He said, you're complaining about Brittany Griner for being locked up in weed, that we gotta go get her back. If it was LeBron James, we'd get her back. There's people in the United States of America locked up for weed, for selling weed, for possession of weed, for years. Nobody complains just because she's in the other country. It's all fucking propaganda. Propaganda. Think for yourself. Think for yourself, people. I don't want to hear about another goddamn bullshit decision by the Supreme Court. Because at the end of the day, do these things really affect my life? No. No. They, in theory, affect it. But I'm so far removed and these things are so out of my control that I can't give my energy to them. I just can't. So I focus on yelling on camera because that's what gives me goddamn energy. And I lean into that energy and I pull from that energy because that is the way to fucking live. Find the things that give you energy. Find the people that give you energy. And stick to those goddamn people. 
And don't listen if someone tells you, oh, this and that is not good. If it gives you fucking energy to do it, then fucking do it! I'm not talking about cocaine, though, because that shit will fuck you up. Alright? Talking about normal fucking shit, like going kayaking, like watching, uh, I don't know, Fear Factor, I don't know what the fuck, whatever it is, whatever it is. Enjoy your life. We've got a lot of stress. We've got a lot of stress in this world. I personally feel that stress. There's a little buzz of stress in my body from time to time. And you gotta acknowledge that. And you know why that is, that they have this stress? I think it's because we're on our phone all the goddamn time. Looking for more shit to be worried about. But you know what? That's the world we live in. And I wouldn't give up my phone for a goddamn instant. Because it gives me so much benefit. It's a beneficial thing. But acknowledge that it also comes with some bad. It also comes with a little bit of child slavery. It comes with a little bit of that. It comes with a little bit of stress in your life. Are those things worth it to you? If they are, phone it up, baby. Phone it up. But if at a certain point, it's not benefiting any of you, then put it down. Put that shit down. And I know it's hard. I know it is hard sometimes to listen to yourself. To really feel the way you feel and act upon it. It is hard. But that is the only way to live, in my opinion. That is the only way to live. You can't live based on the expectation of others. Of the feeling of others. Those people are miserable, the people telling you what to do. They're miserable. They're not happy. If they were happy, they'd be, so fo they'd be focusing on themselves. Not on some external shit. They say in Alcoholics Anonymous. Focus. Allow me. Not focus. Allow me to recognize the things that I cannot change. And the things that I... I don't, I'm butchering the fucking quote. And the wisdom to know the difference. I don't know the fucking quote. But basically, recognize the things you can't change. Recognize the things you can't change. And focus on the things you can change. Because the things you can't change, they're just there. And you can't, they're immovable. They're outside of you. They're out of your control. So don't worry about it. Put it in the best light possible. And it is what it is. And you know that fucking guy that came up with the Alcoholics Anonymous? He fucking did acid! And he came up with that whole program and the acid and the psychedelics is what made him feel good! That's what made him kick the addiction! I'm not shitting you! The LSD is what made him kick the addiction! Not the 12-step program! Not that! Can you imagine? And the LSD? Illegal. Why? Makes you feel a certain way. We don't want you to feel that way. Why? It's bad. It's bad if you feel this way. Why? That's just how it is. That's just how it is. The government telling you what to do, what not to do. Be your own person. Live the life that you want to lead. And you can. I believe you can. And I believe in me that I can. All of your hopes and your desires and your dreams can be achieved. There's no reason not.
There is no reason not! My dream to have a fucking studio! So I don't have to sit on this goddamn fucking shitty room! So I can have a nice room with some nice artwork, some rare artwork, not this blue blob! Things that I enjoy, a comfortable seat that is perfectly situated to my ass! That's what I want! Some nice looking walls, baby! Maybe the Gabrielle Hain show in neon! That's what I want! I think that's a life that I want to lead! We gotta get that, baby! And whatever it is for you, your studio, you want a studio? You probably don't want a studio, you probably want something else! You probably want a house! You probably want to feed your kids! If you don't got kids, you probably want to find yourself a nice girlfriend! If you, don't, <laughs> if you have a nice girlfriend, then you probably want, I don't fucking know, a nice lunch! Get yourself that lunch! It's okay! Go with your heart! Do what makes you feel good! But I'm not talking about instant good. It's a good of a sustainable good, a good, a, a deep goodness, a deep satisfaction that you can only achieve by working on the things that you want to work on. That's it. That's fucking it. No one is going to tell you what that is. I cannot tell you what that is. The doctor cannot tell you what that is. The Joe Biden of this world cannot tell you what that is. But you know what it is. Look inside you, acknowledge it, and it will come. It will come to you, I guarantee it. If you believe in it, and you work towards it, there is zero reason why it will not come to you. Because everything in this world is possible. Everything, think about it. Every single thing was done by an individual or by a group of individuals. Everything, everything you can imagine. You want to go to space, it's been done just by people just like you. You want to be a food critic, every single food critic is just a guy like you. Every podcaster is just a guy on a micro. Every single thing. You want to be a rock star? Every one of those goddamn rock stars, they take a goddamn shit in the morning just like you. And that should motivate you and that should give you the fire in your ass to get up and work towards those things. And if you're depressed and if you're sad, take baby steps. Get yourself a little bit of positive, a little bit. Take that energy. You want to feel, if you're feeling sad, you might have a feeling within you that you want to feel happy. And go with that feeling. Take strides to grow that. It's not going to happen in one day. It's going to take work. But go outside. Take some steps around the block. You will feel better. You will feel better about your surroundings. And if you need to take some mushrooms, then take some mushrooms because that's going to unlock your goddamn brain. I guarantee it. Woo! I hope that you take this rant and allow it to motivate you throughout this week. Allow it to take you to the place that you want to go. Because I will try my best to remember my own words. 
because it's very easy to preach at the choir. It's very easy to say these things. But I personally would like to internalize these ideas and to implement them and to really think about the things that I want to achieve and to work towards them and to know that I am already in the path. Because wherever you are is probably where you don't want to, is not where you want to be. Meaning, meaning, there is a gap between who you want to be and where you are right now. And every day you work towards filling that gap. But that gap always changes. You're never going to be that perfect. You're never going to be the Buddha who's meditating. You're never going to be that. But every day you can make slight improvements. And know already, you can know already, you could check in your gut if you are in the right path and if you are working towards your goals. You can know these things. You can know them and you can look at your where you were one year ago or one month ago or one week ago and say, I am a better person, I'm a more refined person, I'm a stronger person, I'm a healthier person than I was at that time. Or I wasn't and I'm going down and I need to make a change. You can do that work and I can do that work and I would like to think that I am doing that. Because that is the only way to live. So, if you listen to this thing, I don't know why you did, but I hope you got something out of it. And I hope that you move forward, live life the way that you want to live, not the way that someone told you to live. And that you take this message and apply it to yourself. So, if you've listened this far, please... Follow me on Twitter, Gabrielle Haynes. Follow me on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube, Gabrielle Haynes. You can join my Discord. There's a link in the link below. And if there's a goddamn sponsor out there who wants to sponsor this ranting and raving, hit me up, goddammit. This is Gabrielle. Enjoy the week. I will see you next time.